Welcome to the Ordinary Greatness podcast series by Gnarly, where we celebrate those who strive for better and even the smallest of goals. Any pursuit of greatness starts with something ordinary. I'm your host, Tak Shoji. This week, we talk about someone who got straight A's in Harvard without attending a single class. And when he was a kid, his parents thought he was practicing the piano and violin, but he tricked them by playing a recording of a prior practice session. He became one of the world's top entrepreneurs, not by chasing money, but by chasing the vision of happiness. His name is Tony Shea, the CEO of Zappos.com. Zappos is known primarily for its huge selection of online shoes, but what people at Zappos really pride themselves on is their incredible and unique customer service. Zappos is one of the best companies to work for because of its incredible company culture. Culture is actually the number one priority there, because if the culture disappears, then so does the community and the joy of working. Tony left and sold a company he co-founded in 1996 called Link Exchange after two years for this reason. The company lost the culture it was founded upon as it started focusing more and more on profits. He didn't want to make the same mistake with Zappos. So when Amazon was looking to acquire his company in 2009, he told the Amazon CEO that he will okay the deal only under the condition that Amazon let Zappos run as its own entity. Later that year, Amazon acquired Zappos for $1.2 billion. It's commonly heard that it's important to maintain a good work-life balance. But Tony looks for the opposite, work-life integration. Zappos employees are like a group of close friends. They'd hang out after hours, and in the office, they'd work and collaborate without any nudges from Tony. Naturally, as all friends do, they also like to hang out and chat during work hours. But that hasn't reduced productivity at all. Interestingly enough, results were at worst equal to a typical office environment, but it often had a net positive outcome with higher levels of trust and communication, and people did a lot of favors for each other, because that's what friends do. Where other companies try to implement occasional team-building workshops to increase workplace productivity, Zappos encourages employees to always have fun, be weird, and to wear costumes once a week to the office. Tony takes it upon himself to ensure that his people are happy where they work. So the company offers things like free lunch, full healthcare benefits, there's even a dedicated life coach. The way he sees it, if you're going to be spending so much of your time working in your life, it's important that you enjoy where you work and love what you do. To work at Zappos, people have to fit into the culture, and they have to demonstrate that they aren't looking to work there just to make a quick buck. Zappos has a unique hiring program. Prospective employees are told they can turn down the job offer in exchange for several thousands of dollars. Now, interestingly enough, a vast majority don't end up taking the money. That amount was raised a few times to increase the incentive even, but the results haven't changed much. When a company is this committed to hiring the right people, it helps create a solid culture. It's not every day that you hear about a CEO moving from a luxury condo to a trailer, but this was a deliberate choice that Tony made. He claims it was to improve his quality of life. He was inspired by the Burning Man, It's an annual, week-long festival held in the middle of the Nevada desert, and he wanted to bring that atmosphere and tradition of community and self-expression back home. At the office, he applies the same concept. 
Instead of cutting himself off from everyone else, he chooses to work among his employees by setting up in a cubicle at the center of the room. For a man so quiet and reserved, this might seem like an extreme approach to confront his shyness, but he values a lifestyle that encourages him to adapt to new and random situations. He justifies these temporary discomforts as a small price to pay if he's to live happily. This also explains how most Zappos employees are extroverts. It's almost like he does this deliberately so he can feed off of their energy whenever he needs to. It also helps to drink lots of vodka and soda at company dinners. Tony makes $36,000 a year. That's almost $20,000 less than what an average American makes. Why would a man of his caliber be working hard every day if he's only making that much? He does this to remind himself that he's not in it for the money and that he's coming to work every day because he truly wants to. Tony's advice on attaining greatness involves taking risks, being adaptable, being yourself, and chasing happiness as a vision. Where many people try to succeed by playing it safe, Tony believes it's important to take risks in life. He uses poker as an analogy. If you only play hands that are certain to win, you won't be the best player or make the most money at the table. But that also doesn't mean you should play every single hand because you won't make any money. He suggests to always look for the high expected value. Even if you only have a 20% chance of winning, if the potential returns are going to be a lot higher than what was invested, it's worth betting on it. His rule of thumb is if you haven't experienced setbacks recently, then you haven't been taking enough risks. Setbacks and failures are all a part of a process leading to success. And when you're trying to solve a problem, it's not just about the solution itself. The very struggle and finding the solution and what you learn from that struggle also play a key role in your success. Tony uses the theory of evolution to emphasize the importance of adaptability. Darwin used to say that it's not the strongest or most intelligent species that survives the longest. It's the species most adaptable to change that outlasts all else. The key to adaptability is being self-aware. When you can admit your strengths and flaws and assess what you can improve, you'll always be capable of growth. But that goes away when you stop observing the impacts that you make on your surroundings. Companies that tend to get into trouble are those that fail to adapt to change or don't adapt quickly enough. Growing up, Tony's parents wanted him to become a doctor or an engineer, but he didn't like the idea of his life being decided by someone else. If he'd done that, he wouldn't have had the opportunity to deliver happiness to thousands of employees and customers. He relied on intuition to guide his decisions, and his interests always seemed to revolve around business, from selling worms as a kid to pizza in college. Continuing to pursue those interests instead of being discouraged by outside factors and opinions led him to where he is now. Tony also describes how happiness is more about progress than achievement. Happiness isn't a destination, it's an ongoing process. He says it's important to maximize happiness as opposed to making money or doing whatever else society expects you to do. Don't chase the money, chase the vision, which is doing what makes you happy. If there's something you'd gladly do for 10 years without making a single dime, that's what you should consider doing as a career. Money has a tendency to follow those that are passionate and really focused on achieving their goals. So what does a man that has accomplished so much in life have left to prove? Tony believes that success isn't defined by a Harvard degree or being worth a lot of money. He would be quick in pointing out how lottery winners aren't any happier than before a bunch of money fell onto their laps. 
some of them become more miserable than before. He's found that experiences give him more happiness than what material things provide. One can be taken away from you, but the other is with you for life. If you do things for a purpose beyond yourself, like helping others be happier, it creates a long-term and fulfilling kind of happiness, the best kind. Tony's ultimate definition of success is finding out whether he'd still be happy if he lost everything in his life. He says that seems like a fun challenge. For more content like this, please visit our website, gnarlyproject.com. You can also find us on Instagram at gnarlyproject. Thanks for listening.